are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am thrilled to be with you today. Today's show is about relationships and we all have a relationship of some nature with someone and something. So what do those relationships have to do with our health? And I will just say right now they have everything to do with our health. But before I get into those details, I would like to let you know you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper. You can also connect with Dr. Marianne Chase on Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And head on over there to Voice America TV and check out my show over there, The Healing Whisper, Mary Ann's Garden. And besides gardening information, there is also information and healing codes to follow along and enjoy beginning your healing journey. I'd also like to say that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. Please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. All right. So relationships. We all have a relationship of some nature. Now, Some of you may not want to be in some of those relationships, and it may be for a very good reason. And you might think, well, what about the person that has decided to become a hermit? You know, I'd like to become a hermit because I'm sick and tired of all these relationships and all the drama from these relationships. Well, unfortunately, becoming a hermit and locking yourself away in a cave or in a hotel room or in your bedroom just doesn't get rid of the relationship. Because even those individuals have a relationship that they have to deal with. And I'm going to stop right there and let you all think What kinds of relationships does a hermit have that they have to deal with? Right now, though, I do want to say that everything in our lives, every issue is drilling down to a relationship issue. Yes, every issue. I can hear what you're thinking. Now, wait a minute, Dr. Chase. You've been saying every issue can be 
drilled down to stress. And yes, that is true. Every issue can be drilled down to stress. And stress will come from a relationship issue. We have two choices in our life. We can respond and react to things in fear or in love. And sometimes, even though we want to respond to something in love, we respond in fear. And the reason that happens is because we are under stress. Now, stress is a good thing. You've heard me say this over and over again. Stress is a very good thing because stress is what keeps us alive. But our bodies were only designed to react to a stressful situation once every now and then. But the kind of stress that our bodies are under isn't just that every now and then reaction. It is a reaction constantly. So let's review what's happening when we are under stress. In the natural sense, when we are under actual, real true stress, the way it's supposed to be experienced. Let's just say somebody is chasing after you with a knife. Now, that, that's, that's a perfect uh, example of, of what can happen during this Halloween season. And uh, there are some people that enjoy being frightened for whatever reason. And it's part of the fear response when we are under stress. And this person with a knife or a pretend chainsaw, you're going through this uh, corn maze and somebody comes after you with this pretend stuff, it triggers that fear response. And so what happens in your body when you have that fear response triggered? Your adrenal glands release a hormone called cortisol. And this hormone floods the body. And immediately it ramps up the heart rate. Immediately it makes the muscles, the blood flow, to the muscles increase. And the reason that is, is so that you can run away or stay and fight, but you do need your muscles. The next thing that that hormone does, it takes a majority of that blood flow away from the thinking brain. The brain that tells us what to do. The brain that helps us respond and feeds the blood flow to the brain to that part of the brain that is 
basically the lizard brain. It's the react brain. It takes blood flow away from your stomach and gut because you don't need to digest food when you're running away from a danger. It takes blood flow away from your immune system by taking blood flow away from the gut. We know now that the gut contains the majority of our immune system. And so you have all of this going on. Your immune system is being shut down simply because you don't need to fight those bugs and those viruses if you're going to die. You need to run away. Blood flow's gone from your immune system. Blood flow's gone from your gut. Blood flow's gone from the thinking part of the brain. Your muscles are all pumped up. Your reaction brain is all pumped up. Your heart is beating like crazy. You are under stress. You are under the fear response. So that is what is happening to you. Now, just think about it. If your gut isn't working, if your immune system isn't working, then you could get sick. But you won't get sick if that stress response, that fear response has done its job, you've run away, and the danger is gone. But what if that stress response is causing you to respond every day, many times a day, and even in the nighttime? The fear response, when we are under that constantly, causes sadness, it causes anxiety, it causes anger, it causes low self-esteem or self-worth, however you want to call it. It causes identity issues. You really don't know who you are or how to respond. And it makes a person feel rejected. Now, what is the opposite of this fear response? Well, I believe, and many people believe, that the opposite of fear is truly love. Not saying that I love, it is actual, true love. And folks, I'd love to tell you what true love is like, but you have to experience it. And the only way a person can experience love is through a relationship. So that's what it comes down to. We all want to experience love. We all want to live 
in love. It is a core desire that we all have for love. The Bible says love is the greatest of all things. Most religions and faiths will say exactly the same thing, that love is primary over all. And so if the opposite of love is fear and your relationship is causing fear and stress, which causes all of those physical and emotional issues, now can you see why every issue, everything in our lives drills right down to an issue of love. And when you have a relationship that is not where it needs to be, say there is no love in that relationship, or you think there's no love in that relationship, This is what's causing you illness. What do you need to do? Well, first of all, you need to look in the mirror. I'll talk more about that after the break. Don't go away. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and we are talking about relationships today. Now, I was before the break talking about how we're in every single relationship because of our need, core need and desire for love. And yet, sometimes that relationship does not equal love. It equals not love, which is basically fear. And now I have a question for each and everybody listening. Do you find that your relationships always tend to turn into a toxic situation or turn into you're always fighting with somebody or turn into something negative. And it doesn't matter what the relationship is. If it's with another individual or whatever, does it seem to always go south? Always. Then I would encourage you to look in the mirror. Now the reason I say that is because you cannot ever make another person behave the way you want them to behave. You can never make another thing behave the way you wish it to behave. You can only change yourself and your own behavior. And so, every relationship issue comes back to us. And how does that happen? It has to do with the beliefs that you have developed concerning that particular type of relationship. It has to do with the beliefs that are most likely untrue or negative that tell you this relationship is not a safe place. It's dangerous. I need to always be on my guard. Now, you may have developed that belief in a true way. For example, somebody beat you badly or physically abused you or emotionally abused you. And it doesn't matter who that person is at this point. But you developed a belief that that type of person with that kind of relationship, it is unsafe. And that is a true belief. So you're asking now, so if that relationship was unsafe, then why do I 
continue believing that the next relationship of the same nature is unsafe. And there is the crux. Why do we continue to get into unsafe relationships? And that comes down to our beliefs about ourselves. That possibly we believed that we deserved whatever happened. And maybe that person that abused us told us that we deserved that particular thing. And our minds say, well, I'm getting this abuse from a person that says they love me, and I know I should love them. So this must be what love means. But that means that love is unsafe, and that means that this relationship is a dangerous one, and I always have to be on guard. I always have to have my fear response going. So that's a pretty negative conversation. Now, there are a ton of relations. Well, that's an exaggeration. Let me just say there are several relationships that we need to pay attention to. And the very first one to look at is our relationship with our mother. Now, every single person alive has a mother. Every single person. And that relationship can be good or it can be not so good. And as I was getting ready for this show, I got to thinking about what about those individuals that never knew their biological mother? They never actually had a relationship with that mother. Well, actually, yes, they did have a relationship with that woman. They had a nine-month-long relationship, maybe less, maybe a little more, but they did have a relationship. Everything that that mother thought, said, did was part of the relationship with that infant in her belly. And if that infant felt and heard, I don't want you, I'm going to give you away, that's part of the self-beliefs that that infant developed even before birth. And that adopted individual that went to a loving adopted mother who loved them like they were their own doesn't get rid of that I wasn't wanted belief. 
the only person that can get rid of that I wasn't wanted by my mother belief is the person themselves. And so, even if you weren't adopted, even if you stayed with your biological mother, and maybe that woman wasn't so great, we all do the best we can do with what we know how to do. The beliefs that you developed surrounding your mother have to be changed if they are negative beliefs. Then the next very important relationship is that of the father. And yes, we do know now that the beliefs of the father really do affect the beliefs. It comes through the DNA, that sperm. It affects the beliefs of that child. And if that child was conceived in some sort of violent act, that also affects the relationship that that child has with the father. This goes down to the grandparents, the next very important relationship. Since we all have a mother and everybody has a father, then everybody is going to have grandparents. Now, if you are fortunate enough to know your grandparents or have known your grandparents, that's great. Maybe you can find out a little bit about them and what was going on with their lives. Or if you're like me, I never really knew my grandparents. I was about two years old when my last grandparent passed. I never knew them, except by what their beliefs they had that were passed down genetically through my mother, through my father, to me. Now, if you're familiar with genetics, you will know that not everything passes through. A lot of genetics, a lot of things don't pass on through. Let's just say, for example, my grandfather had brown eyes and my grandmother had blue eyes. So my father was born with the chance of either having brown eyes or blue eyes. But he had blue eyes. My mother had brown eyes because both of her parents had brown eyes. My sister was born with blue eyes. I was born with brown eyes. What my dad passed to my sister he didn't pass to me in the way of eye color. And the same thing goes with beliefs. 
which leads me to the next important relationship is that of our children. Now, not everybody has children. Some people have chosen not to have children. Some people are unable to have children. But there still is an important relationship there if you don't have children. So I will get into some detail about that. How does that work when we come back from the break? Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I'd like just to take a moment to remind everybody you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And head on over to voiceamerica.tv. Check out Mary Ann's garden and the videos there about gardening as well as doing the healing codes. Just before the break, I was mentioning that we do have a relationship with our children. Of course we do. Now, there are some people that don't have children, have either chosen not to have children or can't have children. And those individuals do have a relationship with other people's children. They may have developed a love for children, like a cousin of my husband's. 
She was childless, but she chose to teach elementary level schools. Later on in life, she did adopt a son, and she now has grandchildren because she has an adopted son. Those are her children. Some people in that situation choose to not like children. That is a relationship. And it may not be a healthy one. Well, it probably isn't a healthy one. Now we have the next relationship, and that is with siblings, our brothers or sisters, and or sisters. Not everybody will have a brother or sister. And if you don't, well, let me, let me just say, as a person with a sister, that can be a good thing. <laughs> I don't know a single group of people that have a sibling that would say, oh, my sibling and I got along famously, except maybe for identical twins. But even identical twins have gotten into it with each other, as in arguing and fighting. It just seems to be the nature of that relationship. The thing about siblings is it can cause jealousy when a new baby is brought into the household where the first baby suddenly finds they are not the only one It can cause jealousy. It can cause all sorts of things. And siblings can cause a lot of strife within the family. Like the brother that pokes his other brother in the arm in the backseat of the car. And the little kid says, the other one that was poked said, He touched me. Yeah, all very familiar conversations when it comes to siblings. And some sibling relationships are not good, never are good, and sometimes they degrade as an adult. And the most common area where sibling relationships tend to degrade is when a matriarch or a patriarch passes away or dies. Then the siblings start getting into it, fighting over the estate. But that fight, that relationship breakdown would never have happened had it not been slightly broken to begin with. Now, the most difficult relationship that any individual has to get into or chooses to get into is that relationship with a spouse. That is an individual that, at least in my faith, I have made a commitment to 
for the rest of my life. And there is no blood relationship there. Or if there is, it darn well better be a distant blood relationship. It is an extremely difficult. There are times of great joy, and then there are times of great grief. It is a relationship that we have to keep healthy in order for ourselves to stay healthy. The next relationship to look at is that of our extended family. What do I mean by extended family? Well, it's all those aunts, uncles, cousins, the in-laws, the outlaws. That is extended family. And some people you never know and never will know. And some people you knew very well. I have a very good memory of a particular aunt. It was actually my great aunt, my mother's aunt, that my mother never left me alone with this particular aunt. And when I was older, I asked, well, now why? Why did I never stay with this aunt? And the reason my mother gave me is, well, she's a little touched. (laughs) So now, if you're familiar with that expression, uh, you could also take that expression to mean uh, the, the elevator doesn't go all the way to the top floor. Or that individual might have been better off in an asylum. We don't have asylums anymore, but uh, a mental institution might be a different uh, name for them. But that is extended family nonetheless. And had my mom not had the knowledge that this particular aunt was not quite right, then it probably would have affected me very negatively. And for all I know, there was a negative effect from that aunt because maybe my mother experienced the not-so-rightness about that aunt. And maybe she passed that belief on to me. Personally, I don't think so because I don't really have any kinds of memories that are negative related to that aunt. And while we're on that subject, another relationship that we tend to forget about is that generational relationship. And past our grandparents into the third, fourth, fifth, sixth grandparents Yea, unto the seventh generation. (laughs) We can develop those negative beliefs. 
Now, the next relationship has to do with non-family. These are all the people that you meet outside of family. The relationships with people that you work with, people that you worship with, people that you just cross on the street. There is a relationship there, especially with those individuals that you work with. Have you found yourself in a job situation that's not working out so great? Because you're not getting out along with somebody else. And has that happened to you multiple times? That that individual you are not getting along with has was the same type of, I didn't get along with this other individual. Take a look at it. Was it the same kind of not getting along? Was it the same type of behavior once again that's where you have to take a look at yourself what are you number one attracting into your life about individuals like that or what are you believing about that other individual's behavior now I'm not saying what I am not saying is that other individual's behavior is proper And it may be highly inappropriate or improper. But if you have experienced that same kind of highly inappropriate behavior, then let's take a look at your beliefs. What are you attracting about individuals like that? Then, Once you can change your belief about individuals like that, it will be kind of magic. Their behavior tends to change towards you. Sometimes it doesn't. And that is when other actions have to take place relative to that other individual. And I'm talking about legal actions and things along those lines. But realize, you need to learn how to respond appropriately before you can take something like that relationship to a legal matter. Now, we have relationships with people that are really unknown. And that, to me, kind of goes back into the generational type relationship. We don't know the people. We've never met the people. And yet, it's an unknown relationship. There are also unknown relationships with things. So when we come back from the break, I'll get into some details about that. Don't go away. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show Welcome back. We are talking about relationships today. Just before the break, I was speaking about our relationship with things. And although a thing may not be what you would consider something that you would get love from, a lot of people lead lives that they rely on the things to feel love. And I don't need to say it, but I will anyway. You're never going to get love from a thing. Just simply put, if you find yourself getting very upset when a thing breaks or something with that thing goes wrong, constantly getting upset to the point that you're making yourself sick by being upset. Yeah, I, I, I do get upset when my computer doesn't work right because there are some things that I needed to get done. But if you let that rule your life, then that relationship is something that needs to be healed. Now, the next relationship that whether you believe in God or not is a relationship that exists. If you don't believe in God, then maybe you believe that the universe exists or all power exists. And it doesn't matter what you want to call it, it is still a relationship, and it can be a very, very important relationship. And the final relationship I want to speak about is the relationship with yourself. And you know what? This is where that hermit in the mountain, in the cave, comes in, or the hermit in their house They have so much fear in their lives, many of them, that they are intent 
upon shutting themselves off from the world for whatever reason. Maybe they don't believe they deserve a relationship with another person. Maybe they've had so many relationships with other people that went awry that they've just given up. And that can be what happens with the hermit. And then there are the hermits that are that way for religious purposes. And they are working on their relationship with God, but they do have a relationship with themselves and with God. And maybe with that rock that they sit on. Now, all of these relationship people, they all come down to needing to be fixed in us. You may not have a relationship problem in one of these areas. But if you have illnesses, if you have emotional issues, then you've got a relationship issue somewhere. And the first area to start to begin healing these relationship issues is in the area of forgiveness. I often feel like I am beating a dead horse when it comes to talking about forgiveness. Maybe that's the wrong expression. But forgiveness is the ultimate healing tool so that you can heal a relationship whether it is current whether it is past whether it is a generational thing you have to forgive before you can heal now there's two or three ways to forgive One is by knowing exactly what caused the issue in your mind, in your heart, by knowing exactly what that was, then you can say a prayer for forgiveness, you can do healing codes for forgiveness. If you don't know exactly what that relationship issue was, then you still do healing codes for forgiveness relative to this individual, relative to this category of people like mother, like father. And if you don't do healing codes, then do whatever energy medicine that you are familiar with to forgive. And I'll repeat, forgiving a person does not let them off the hook for their behavior. It lets you off the hook for their behavior. And you can go into past healing codes 
shows about forgiveness where I do give healing codes. You can head over to voiceamerica.tv to my video about doing forgiveness codes. But start with those relationships. Go back and listen to this show again and write down all those different relationships that you need to deal with in forgiveness. And let me assure you, while you are doing healing codes or energy medicine for forgiveness, other issues will come up that remind you that you need to work on that particular issue. It's just the nature of the beast, so to speak. Well, folks, next week, I'm going to get into some more detail about how these relationships tie into the other healing categories that I have spoken in detail about. What I'm talking about are the categories of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trust, humility, and self-control. And how this all ties together. In the meantime, head over to thehealingcodes.com. Take a free little test called the Relationship Issue Finder. It will be very revealing. What I've been talking about here are issues of the heart, our beliefs. And thousands of years ago, a very wise man said, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And folks, that is exactly what we're doing when we forgive. We are guarding our heart. Until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. 